welcome back to Pop Culture Prisoner. Uh, this is Dipti, and I'm with my favorite person. Hello, Dina. Hi, Dip. How are you? I'm great, actually. Even in these COVID times, I'm feeling all right. Wait, so you have officially graduated from calling it coronavirus to COVID? You know what? In the last week, I have come around. Okay. All right. I still call it coronavirus. I don't know oh, if I'm okay. wrong. Well, <laughs> I, nobody's wrong. I was so anti people calling it COVID because I thought it was pretentious, <laughs> even though that's what it is. But um, now I, I don't know. Now I'm, I'm feeling COVID. And, and when I say I'm great, I, I mean to say I'm relatively great. Yeah, of course. Under the circumstances, and if yeah. anyone doesn't know, Dipti lives in New York, in Brooklyn, and so she is oh, in the yeah. epicenter of it all. It is. I mean, buildings are on fire. <laughs> uh, there's tornadoes. No, I'm kidding. It's, uh, this is what it is here. It is eerie. But I also think it's eerie everywhere. Um, here, though, I only go outside for to go to a store or to get some exercise and in the in prospect park it is a little too crowded for my taste but um i know that i'm being safe and i'm not worried it's because i listen to this doctor from cornell while cornell do this hour-long talk about how to prevent yourself from getting it and it really empowered me in fact i will link to it on our twitter at pop prisoner but it really is a very amazing thing to watch because i feel so much more calm i'm still paranoid as hell every single time I go to a store or think I have to touch anything in public but otherwise because of that and just forcing myself to have a routine again like there were a week and a half ago Dina knows this I had like a downward spiral of anxiety and it was really bad for like five days and I was it was just not good and I wasn't myself and I was like freaking out and I just did a turnaround on Monday, and I've just been forcing myself to make sure I have my morning routine with meditation and my physical therapy exercises and journaling and and then eating really healthy and just staying on top of everything. And it's made me just so much more calm and sane. So in that sense, I am feeling great. Like, compared to a week ago. So I don't know. How's it How's it going for you? I think we all have our ups and downs. I've been really busy. I'm a commercial real estate lawyer. So right now, I every single thing I'm dealing with is an issue because I work with landlords and tenants on the oh, retail yeah. side, the office side. So it's been a little crazy, but it's also keep, kept me sane because I have things to focus on. And just trying to do it all, of course, while I have two kids in the house without any help is a little difficult. I mean, my husband, but he's working as well. And so, um, you know, it's it's so I think that and I live in a suburb. And so there are plenty of times when I'll take a walk and I don't see many people. So it's very different than New York City. So anyways, Dina, what, where is your head at with this episode. I feel like I've become friends with these people now and I'm more accepting of them and they just, yeah, I mean, it's just not super interesting. Now I'm just kind of like, how is this going to play out? But 
Yeah, I mean, it is. Oh, I mean, uh, we we're obviously going to get into this, but I mean, I feel like we have to eat crow on certain things that we thought that were going <laughs> to happen and how things were going to play out. So I thought that for me was part of the most interesting thing. I normally get to discuss and shit talk and be like, oh, blah, blah, blah about these people. And then nobody, there's never a record of being able to come back and double check what I said. <laughs> right. And now right. this podcast, I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not exactly how it, we didn't, we didn't call how it played out correctly. So I thought that was really funny. And that actually made me like chuckle and laugh throughout the show that mm-hmm. as, you know, unlike Dorinda, this time we said it and we would forget it. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about our favorite Dorinda, like piece of wisdom. I mean, this is so true. I've tried to. I, it mean, is. I mean, honestly, my son is getting into this. Is again catapulted him into video te- video chatting, texting with his friends. He didn't have that before uh, coronavirus, and he's, ten. and he's ten. And so this has kind of catapulted us into video chatting with friends and stuff and and I I did tell him Zach I have words of advice I was like you know say it forget it write it regret it and he just looked at me I'm like it will always be there if you put it in a text (laughs) and send it and you know and and Zach said something like can't you delete texts and I'm like never they never go away your dad is a divorce lawyer he could get anybody's texts I don't think you can I'm not even sure I gotta ask Derek that but I told him that he was like (gasps) and I'm like yes so never write anything that you think because it will always be there you'll regret it that is a good thing to frighten a child with I think good job on that parenting thank you thank you Dorinda Thank you, Dorinda Medley. So Dorinda, if you don't know, is from The Greatest Show, Real Housewives of New York, which is starting on Thursday. Oh, my God. But um, (laughs) Thursday, April 2nd. Um, And Dorinda is one of the cast members. And she said that. And I will never forget it. Those words of wisdom. And it is, to this day, the, like, just final words have never been spoken. Why do I not have a shirt that says that? I don't know. Yeah, I need a shirt that says that. Yeah, yeah. or like a, it needs to be on a cross stitch or something. Oh. Like it needs to be everywhere on a plate. I don't yeah, know. Everywhere. It needs to be everywhere. You know what? On a pillow. I need, I need a Craig Conover pillow with the Dorinda yes. saying. That is exactly what you need. You should, um, we, we should, we should think about how to contact Craig about that. Oh God, I would love to contact Craig about more than just a pillow. <laughs> oh, that's Craig again. He's from Southern Charm. <laughs> Seasons one through five of Southern Charm are absolutely fabulous. Season six, forget it. But anyways, Craig. Whew, okay. Family karma. So, family karma. So they're just all preparing for Diwali in their house. And this is what I want to say. We're, um, we're like so not even talking about family karma. But to bring it back to me, mm. they kept making like all this food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that this weekend I made roti by myself at home. And I have made it before, but not in a long time. And for some reason, I just won't make it. Like, I just have a mental block in my head. And I did a fabulous job. Oh, congrats. now, and I made aloo gobi, which is potatoes and cauliflower. And I made it just like my mom. Oh, that's so nice. And I'm very, very, very happy. Quarantine has forced me to get over my roti hurdle. 
Oh, wow. Quarantine has forced us to eat a lot leftovers. of leftovers. <laughs> yeah, leftovers and a lot of food from restaurants taken. But yeah, um, that's awesome. So did you knew what they were talking about with a robli? I thought they said robli with a B, not roti. Oh. Oh, what? Oh, they were saying um, rungoli. That's something else. That, that was what Brian yeah. was talking about. But okay, I thought oh. they were talking about something like that. But oh, well, no, they were making like puri, and they were make, which is another kind of like bread thing. And they were well, they were making roti as well. Okay. But anyways, okay. in the home, like you make roti, you don't make naan. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I love me. I mean, some if naan. people make naan, I've never met anyone who like makes naan at home. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, well, I'm sure someone does. People buy like frozen naan. Wait. White girls make naan at home. I know yes. my neighbor posted something about making naan oh at home. So, so hilarious. So, so, so hilarious. yeah, that must be like an Indian thing. But yes, so. You know what? If you're Indian and you make naan at home, please tweet at me at Pop Culture. No, it's not. Pop, it's at Pop Prisoner. I can't even remember my own freaking Twitter. Promotions. Um, promotions. Really good at them. Um, anyways, I. Okay. Yeah. So, I've, so I've never met anyone who's So they're that. preparing and. I think, again, one of the things that I found in the preparations was I thought that Brian and his mom were really cute. Just their banter is always really cute. Yes, always. Brian mm-hmm. can't dance. Um, he He's just so, they're not very Indian. They're not very traditionally Indian. I know his mom yeah. is, but I know his dad coming over here when he was 13 I think has really woven a lot into their life. And he's just not, they're just not as traditional Indian as a lot of the other um, cast members. Although they still want him to marry an Indian. Oh, of course. And he wants, and he's internalized that and is like, I want to marry an Indian. Exactly. So that stuck. So that stuck. But I think that, I mean, it was just so funny because his mom was just like, I mean, they were. I mean, they they tell him like, "Did you do a ringoli?" The the um the producers asked Brian. He's like, "What is it? I have no idea." And they flash to him doing this decor decorative thing in the beginning of at the front of their entrance, mm-hmm. and that's the ringoli. And obviously, he didn't pay attention to anything that was happening because it's all about Brian all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was just so funny. He's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." And they're like, "You did it earlier today." He's like, "Oh, that." <laughs> that oh well i didn't know that's what it was called like it just... and i really enjoy that because that would be me oh <laughs> you are really i mean you are indian i feel yeah, like you are i mean no i don't know so many things and my parents would probably be ashamed but i, I like i remember when my dad's very very religious and just puja every day and like he's just a very religious man and um Growing up, he always did his puja every morning. And um, one day he was asking me something and I never went to like temple camp. I never went to any of these things. And he was telling me or asking me something. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, how do you not know that? And or it was like the story of the Ramayan, or, you know, which is just like something I should know. And I was like, uh, who's ever told me? And he's like, huh. he just like, it's like he expected me to go into his puja room and like, or it's a closet. And, um, and take the book out and read it on my own volition when I'm nine. I'm like, Dippy, no, that I'm not is doing the that. story of my life about religious stuff, though. I mean, my mom is always like, how do you not know this? Today is this? And I'm like, no, mom. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I know a lot about the traditions, but not the like religious part of it. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It's always just like, what are you talking about? 
Yeah. And um, the only other takeaway I have from this party that was so hyped up and <gasps> nothing happened was I mean, it Sean's was- brother's gay. Wait, it was what? Oh, it was a, like, a... Oh, sorry, there was a whole big fight. No, I mean, it was... No, I'm saying this this fire tower or whatever it was called. What the heck was it called? Fire tower? I mean, I was I expecting so. this, like, amazing uh, party, and it literally was a party at a banquet hall and just... Once again. Some sparklers outside. You know what? It was nicer than the gala oh, from know. the other episode, but this was another letdown. I mean, the fact that they were just like, everybody goes to Fire Tower, which was also interesting and again shows that Brian's family is not as traditionally Indian as they may be showing or trying to show or because he said that they've never been to fire tower ever. This was his first time. And I thought it was interesting that his dad did not wear a traditional Indian garb. Oh, he didn't. No, that's not weird. He was wearing a suit, but everybody else was it. I noticed that I was very oh. much into the fashion at the fire tower. Oh, were all the men wearing Cortas? That's what it's called. Cortas. Yeah, um, yeah, you know what? Like, it wouldn't be weird as a guy if you were wearing just like a regular suit. Okay, okay. I just, I thought that was more indicative, though, that, again, they're not as traditional because yeah. a lot of the other men were. I mean, Vishal and Amri were. Did you like Vishal's? Did you remember it was like green vines with like little flowers? I thought Vishal's <sighs> was actually pretty. It was different. I just don't like anything Vishal wears. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like biased. Yeah. Um. I did like Amrit's. You know what I think about, this is so, so, I'm so sorry to say this, but whenever like there's an event that you don't have to wear Indian clothes to and a guy will be wearing a kurta, I'm like, okay, Kassafs. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I feel like most of the people were though there. I mean, Brian was not wearing a traditional one, but it was. And it was a religious holiday, so they had every right to, I'm just being uh, nasty. Ridiculous. You're nasty. I'm just You're being a nasty, nasty woman. You're a nasty yes. woman. Do not question a man. <laughs> um, it was funny, though, because not not funny. I mean, this just goes to Vishal. He really is. I mean, Anisha really did pronounce him correctly. I mean, he really is a village idiot. I mean, they're walking. Completely. Vishal and Amri are walking into Fire Tower. And Vishal says something like, hashtag me too, where he means hashtag really himself. And Amri's like, I don't think that's the way that hashtag is you Dina I totally missed that why did he say hashtag me too I completely missed that um, whole thing Amrit said oh I'm gonna need a drink before I talk to Anisha and he oh. said hashtag me too and he's like I don't think that's how oh. me too is being used and Michelle's like really like I mean just he dumb. is such a dumb 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 and then and then they start talking Amrit um and Amri describes the fact that Vishal is nervous going into this event because Vishal is just scared of girls in general. And, you know, not surprised. He is scared of yeah. girls because, mm-hmm. as we've said, he needs to just come out exactly. <laughs> of the closet. But More on that coming well, shortly. Well, we find out that, like you were saying before, Sean's younger brother is also gay. And he came out, which I thought was, I mean, fascinating. How scary and how pretty pretty amazing he came out all at once in an article in his student newspaper yeah. i mean that incredible it takes a lot of balls yeah and it was started dear mom oh that made me almost cry like i saw you know what? i only I saw that look that up 
I want to look that up and read it. I, when I saw it was Dear Mom, I was like, oh, it really made me almost want to wow. cry. And I was just like, that's a really, I mean, just like, you know what? Like, I just need to do this. I'm going to print it and it's going to be done. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how you, you know, there's not, of course, any, whatever you're comfortable with. But I thought that was like a lot of balls and that was pretty awesome. You know what else I found so interesting about that scene besides that Sean's brother is gay and how amazing it was how he came out is Amrit oh. says he came out to Vishal oh. and asked Vishal, <gasps> he said, I'm gay. What about you? You don't ask someone that unless you think they're gay. I mean, it's... it's And a gay guy knows a gay guy. Everyone is trying to scream it at their top of their lungs without saying it. You know, Vishal, look at your life. Like, And I just, there's... I mean, we are now finding out... There, I mean, it's not only Amrit, right? Sean, the wealthiest family of the community, the, the, the you know, most eligible bachelor's younger brother is also gay like uh, no one's gonna tell this family that they're in the wrong so come out Vishal like I don't know I, j- I just thought that was really interesting I, I totally agree Deb. I mean I thought that was the bomb of the night I was just like yeah uh, that is weird I know like everyone in their own time but if you are going on a show on a network that a lot of people watch and Everybody, including the producers, is nudging you to out you. Like, what's going on? Take that. Yeah, <laughs> take that opportunity. I don't know. It's just, it was just so weird. His best friend asked him, are you gay as well? Like, like giving him like the the way out of the closet. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you can tell me. And I did like how Amrit was like honest about it. He's like, I didn't come out like beautifully like that. He said, I came out slowly just drunk sometimes and would tell people like, well, I'm gay, you know, and it was just like very honest of him. I totally agree. And then I thought the next scene was so funny because Vishal is giving Brian dating advice about how to start dating Monica and that basically he didn't let his girlfriend say no. He just kept on asking and asking. And Brian is just like looking at Vishal and he's just like uh i'm not taking this dude's dating advice and then and then the um he's like well i guess it worked out for him and the producer goes really though did i know he's like ken i mean that was hilarious but before that dina sorry yes i was screaming because vishal said that he was persistent with Richa mm-hmm. and wouldn't take no for an answer. He says, it takes two to say no. And I just went off in my head. I'm like, gross. That is the kind of shit that I cannot stand when a guy is like, no, you have to be persistent and like keep going until they say yes. And like, I hate that because I say no and stop trying. Not that way. People are knocking down my door all the time, like constantly. But there has been some times where I'm like, I said, no, you're not going to wear me down. That's like insulting to me. You know, just drop it. I I, I totally I, I find it offensive. I totally. I, and I know you've said this before and I know that it's a trigger for you (laughs) it is i am hashtag triggered by this it's just it makes me so upset and grossed out and i feel violated no i i totally get it i guess the only and and you're totally right i mean just the fact that he used the quote takes two people to say no when we're trying to teach it it, it, it's not surprising he doesn't know what hashtag me too means if he's saying that as well but i think with him it's just like i mean he's again 
obviously, I mean, he's obviously not into girls. So him yeah. saying he's trying to wear someone down, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It just did not offend me the way that it would in every other other circumstance. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what? It 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 equally offended me because I'm like, here you are hiding in the closet. And I don't want to shame people who are in the closet because everyone yes. needs to come out on their own terms, but you're on this show and everyone is telling you that you're gay, including the producers. Anyways. But then they're telling us Richo's this really smart girl. Like, so I don't know. But I just think like, even you suffer from that toxic masculinity. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I know. You know, I know but and like, even you like, and ugh. or he puts it on because he thinks he's cool. Like, which is sad well, and, too. and the fact that like that is what he thinks men should be like yeah. you know it's just more evidence of it and so it still upsets me super deep dip super deep thank and you. super accurate thank you um and then you know but like when the producer did say did it really work for him that's when i i wrote down really big in my nose vishal really is the village idiot oh yeah a hundred percent I mean, just well, and then they cut to him trying to do a sparkler, use a sparkler, and he can't even sparkle <laughs> with the sparkler correctly. It was just like, oh gosh, I, I think Wreath had to like hold his yes. arm and show him, out. yes, and help him like do it. And it was just like, oh my gosh, Vishal. I mean, like, if anything would make me less attracted to a guy, it's like I could not handle that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just I couldn't handle it. Know how to do stuff. I mean, including anything. holding a sparkler. Holding anything. a sparkler, just not being so like, ooh, you know, I don't know. It's just annoying. Yeah. Um, you know, so then it went to commercial, and when it came back to com- from commercial, I actually paused it and I Googled, how many episodes of the show are there? I was like, maybe this is the finale, but it, it's unclear. It, it really. Okay, Dipti, it's really interesting that you said that because I felt like they were trying to crescendo into a finale on this show. Yes. So I completely yeah. agree to you, agreed with you as to the feeling of what we, we have, again, have seen enough reality TV shows to yes. understand the arc and all that stuff. And I felt like they were pushing toward it being a conclusion as well. So that's really interesting that you said that because I had a feeling of how many episodes are left as well. So, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Two podcasters really think, really think alike. Yeah, well, well, Dina, we're we're experts on reality television, and we should just be producers. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. Okay, okay. please help me save me. <laughs> oh kidding, kidding. I'm happily employed. Um, anyways, so what did you th- what did you think about the fashions? I thought that she was going to wear something more. Like fabulous, if everyone calls her fabulous, but I guess what they think is fabulous is hot pink bodycon dresses, you know. So maybe, yeah, yeah. well, when she had okay, so they're in the she's in the testimonial with her daughter and her mom, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, We're fashion people, fashion, fashion, fashion. My mom's a fashionista, and then in the testimonial, her mom is wearing this outfit, it's like. Oh, this is so funny. Like, it's like in front of our eyes yeah. that you are like, it's just, it was cheese, cheesy. Cheesy. You know? Well, she's in a hot pink tube dress. Yes. And, and, and she's constantly in like a tube dress or like the most low cut, but not in a like JLo 2000 green number, oh, but no. in a just like not 
stylish. It's just like it's Forever you know, Twenty One. <laughs> yes. She wears Forever 21. You know what she wears for people that are listening? You know, maybe not Forever 21, but she sure is wearing some BB. Yes. (laughs) She, in 1999, she just, she had, like, such a high account, like, credit card account at um, BB for sure. Oh, my God. Like, her charge card there. uh, Do you remember Contempo Casuals? It was, like, my favorite. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) My she she went there. You know what else I thought? I was trying to figure out what their fashion was, and I'm like, it's sort of like, but not even. Maybe a little bit bachelor at when the women are at a cocktail party. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I mean, again, all of this is coming from me from like the most basic bitch outfits that you could have. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's like it is fascinating to watch this and just see like. I don't know. Someone proclaimed themselves to be fabulous and just wearing a hot pink tube dress all the time. It's so weird. When you proclaim, like there was one outfit that they showed where it was a black dress and they showed like the the back had like some gold thing on it Mm. and it was like open. And I was like, all right, like I don't find anything offensive about that dress, but it's like fine like you're not a fashionista no you're like you just dr- you care about what you wear which is something but it's it is not fashion forward and she's talking about herself as if she's fashion that's forward. a very i love the way you summed that up i thought that was great and i do have to say for all of what we're talking about bali i mean i i am liking her though i mean i think she is i mean not her fabulous you know proclamations and stuff like that but I think she does a very good job of confronting people. Maybe that's because she has that, you know, semi like auntie role that she mm-hmm. was able to. But well, no, it's because she has like the two divorces behind her. So she's like, mm, girl, I can say anything I want because I've already been. And she's like empowered herself. Like, I guess whatever. No, you're totally right. But I'll take it yeah. Like, because I am enjoying her. Telling Amrit and Vishal that they suck, you know, or that they're being stupid. So can we discuss this? So now they're at Fire Tower, and we come to find out that what Vishal and Amrit are hoping for is that they have a showdown with Anisha at Fire Tower. It's obvious that that's what they were looking forward to. They want Anisha and Bali there, and they want to confront them, and they want to make it a scene. And Anisha decides not to go. Her and her whole family decide not to go. And I thought, good for Anisha. Because they don't want to make this a scene at a party with 500 people who are not all participating on family karma. So I thought that was really interesting. And Bali basically becomes her like proxy, right? And she goes Mm -hmm. up and confronts, Vishal confronts Bali. And um, he's like, what did you tell Bali? And she's like, I I mean, what did you tell uh, Anisha? And Bali's like, I told her that you, you know, you downplayed your friendship with her. And... They start parsing that he never said I didn't care for her. And they show a flashback of the dinner scene. And Vishal is saying, I mean, do I care for her? Yes. Like, or that she is a good friend? Yes. But that does not give credit to the rest of that whole scene. I mean, he did say that. But that scene that they had a while ago um, was not to Vishal's favor. I mean, it was clear that he was trying to say Anisha and I are not that good of friends. Didn't you feel you know that? What? That's a that's a very good point because I was like, wait, this flashback makes it in Vishal's favor. And I was a little but upset by that wasn't. because they were trying to show that Bali lied. And yes, okay, so she didn't pick up. You're having a, 
an hour conversation with someone. You didn't pick up one exact word when he's saying, I'm not saying that we're not close friends. Everything else, his body language, his what he wanted to talk about, how he was saying it, how he was confirming everything Amrit was saying. It was just like he was saying that they're not good friends. And he wasn't even, he wouldn't even acknowledge her anger existence and anger not existence but like anger which is telling which was just it's dismissive and let's remember that what happened at this point is that um anisha had called vishal after what happened with lopa the mom the mother-in-law and wanted to talk about it and vishal just ghosted her for a couple weeks at this point which is so so they talked every day and again as we pointed out they talked while they were each pooping and talked we're obsessed with that like it's just it remains to this day that signifies how close you are well yeah a level of comfort that you especially just like opposite sex i mean i don't know it's just like it's it's like just they were talking about how and then he just ghosts her and then and then, so Anisha's supposed to take that he hasn't responded to her and Bali saying, you know, hey, he was downplaying your friendship. Like, you're going to make us try to think that Anisha is crazy now? Like, no. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Sorry. Don't yeah. need to swear. But no. absolutely not. And that actually goes into, God, I really changed my mind a lot. But that really goes into <laughs> before about Vishal. Like, I was also just like, no, don't, don't. Don't try to make Anisha look like she's in the wrong. Like, you did not call her back. Just say, I don't like confrontation. I didn't want to deal with the issue. And I did it incorrectly. Period. But you know what he does instead? He has that stupid smile that I want to slap off his face. Yeah. And But, like, more so, Dina, what struck out to me, stuck out to me the most about this scene is how much I don't care about this fight because there are no stakes in this fight and what i mean by that is this is like a season three or season four fight or like an mj and reza fight in season whatever we're in now of shaw's when you've had all this history with them so a little thing like you didn't even acknowledge my friendship would mean more like there's stakes to it but we just met these people and this is what you're giving us? Very good analysis. Yeah, I agree. So so I'm just like, why do I care about this? Like, it is so boring to me. I'm sure that there's more there to it. That's why they're so upset about it. But I don't know what it is. We're, four, we're on our fourth episode, so I don't give a shit. I, I totally agree. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we... I mean, should we talk about the fact that they, I mean, we'll get back to other parts, but basically later on, they show the actual showdown, what you think the showdown will be, because Anisha, Bali, Amri, and Vishal all get together for lunch. It was the biggest letdown of, like, I'm just like, why am I watching the show? I I know, know, I know. And then, and then he's like, well, that's it. And then they didn't even have a resolution. And I was just like, this show, like... Again, what are the stakes? Well, I I thought Anisha did a great job. She just sat down and she was just like, are you going to apologize to me? Like, again, you haven't called me back in three weeks. Like, that is enough to be so upset. Like, Tiffany, if if you called me multiple times and texted me and I just did not call you back. It's so weird. That's disrespectful. That's like, 
I don't care what Bali. It's already affirmed that you don't care about me. It doesn't matter that Bali came back and told me something that was said. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was just weird. And Anisha sits down and she's just like, I I need an apology before I move forward. And Vishal's like, well, basically, he doesn't feel like he needs to apologize for anything. And she's just like, well, then you know what? Like, you know, Vishal's known as a nice guy. He's not being nice. Like, I don't have to say, like, this is okay. And I was like, good for you. But yes, do I care? Absolutely not. <laughs> not at all. Absolutely not. This is such a dull fight. I mean, absolutely not. I mean, we'll see how this plays out, but no, I do not care if a shot. If we don't get if we don't get payoff from this, I'm gonna be pissed. But we're not going to, I don't and think. And again, I think we've like we're liking Anisha Anisha more and more. So we're, I'm just kinda like, don't be friends with him. You don't need to be friends with him. Yeah. That is my other takeaway is like I don't know why you're friends with him in the first place. I understand he's your family friend. You've known him forever. But, like, this should just tell you, like, this dude sucks. Yeah, I totally thought that they suck. And, I mean, what else What else were your other takeaways? I mean, did we know before this that Anisha designed for plus-size women, that her whole no, brand? No, we didn't. So she tells us in this, uh, in this uh, episode that she designs only for plus-size women. And I thought it was really interesting because, of course, Anisha's thin. I mean, she's thin. She's got a good, yeah. bo- you know, she's cute. She's got a good body and you're just like looking at her and then she says that. And I mean, I was like, really? Like, I mean, I did think really. And then she goes on to say, you know what I find fascinating? When I tell people that I designed for plus size women, they always ask me like, why? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just thought that. And she said, when someone says, I, if someone told you I designed baby clothes, you don't ask why. Like... I thought there was. I know. I had never thought about that. I know. I thought that was interesting because typically you feel like you know I'm I'm what you would call curvier, and that I <laughs> would know like what you know curvier women want, and so I get that you know typically you think that you're a designer or not, but she's just. I think she's doing this. She's found a market for it, and I think she's kind of using her good Indian business skills to go into a, I think a market. That, you know what? You know what? You're so it's. If, if this is what you're saying, she just knew it was an open market. Yeah, I think she, I mean, again. she, But she needs a better answer yeah. than baby. Because you know who I think might design baby clothes? People who have babies. Like that, you know? But maybe not. But um, but I think it's just she's like, here's an opening where I can go. But she needs to work on her pitch. I'm totally fine with her designing for plus size women, but I think that she needs some work on her pitch. I also thought the dress that she designed was actually beautiful when it came out. I was like, oh, that's yeah, a great it was fine. dress. And I just, I did love how her mom was just like, I would do this to it. I would do that to yeah. it. I would do this to it. And she's just like, my mom gives me constructive criticism all day. <sighs> every day yeah, yeah, totally. I thought it was really funny because I mean I could just I, like I couldn't even imagine my mom oh I couldn't imagine if my mom was like around to do like my work I mean yeah oh it would God. be crazy my mom my mom has to critique every item on me yeah. at all times like all times and I'm like oh my god so, I'm gonna Go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you you know that one of my things is my mom thinks I dress like a slob kebab. My mom. It, oh, my what? God. My mom thinks I dress like a slob kebab. Like she is always just like you are a lawyer. <laughs> I, you know, she's like, you go to Talbot and you buy a nice suit. And I'm like, mom. 
I'm not shopping at Talbot's. And do you know to this day, like where she gets me gift certificates for birthdays at Christmas? Like Talbot's. Like, and I'm like, that is for. What is the like topic sentence of Talbot's? What kind of store? I've never um, had a pass it. My like, mom shops at Talbot's. Like all the time in Oak Brook. Like my mom shops there. Okay. okay? <laughs> like, is it like St. John's? That's where oh. my mom likes St. John's. Oh, yeah. My mom likes St. John's, but it's, no, it's not expensive like that. I mean, my mom. So we, I went to a church. Oh, my mom gets on sale. Come on. I went to a church fashion show and they had St. John's. And oh. my mom looks at me. She goes, This oh, is what you should be wearing. Like, oh my God. You, you're a lawyer. You can afford it. You know, and I'm like, Oh my God, mom. Like, it's just, she is, like, she loves that me and my husband are lawyers. She loves, like, all this stuff, but, like, she does not think I look the part. So it's oh, just, so it cracks funny. me up. So, but her definition of you looking the part is dressing like a 65 year old woman. Oh my God. But can I tell you something? So for Christmas, I was like, I'm going to get my mom something from Talbot's and I'm going to get her a gift certificate. So I go to Talbot's and they had this 50% off sale. And there was this, you know, I love polka dots. I love black and white polka dots. It just reminds me of. I did not know that. Oh, it reminds me of growing up like polka dots. I love polka dots. And I was like, oh my gosh, they had this black and white polka dot dress I could wear to church with my mom. And I bought it and she, I wore it to church with my mom and my kids that you know I had to go because she helps with my kids so repayment is not money but I go to church with her often <laughs> not even often like she drags me do you really oh drags us to church it's horrible I feel, I feel bad because it should be something that I do for her more often but so we go and I take off my coat and I'm wearing this tail bits polka dot and I liked it I really <laughs> uh-huh. did like it that's why I bought it yeah. I was like and my mom the way she looked at me she didn't know it was tail bits I mean but she was like Oh, yes. Like, I mean, the pride in her face. So. I didn't oh my God. know this. I come home. I get a, I mean, the next day I get a call from my dad. My mom's at work and my dad calls me and he's like, oh, Dina, Dina, your mom, she's so happy. She's so happy with that dress. She tell me oh that time. She tell me, you see Dina in that dress? You see her in that dress? Oh, and I'm like, dad. Can you please tell her it's from Talbot's? And he just was oh like, oh, we tell you to go there. We tell you to oh go God. there. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I wore that dress to the fashion show. I was like, well, she loves this dress. I'm still trying to appease my mom. Oh, you know? my God. Dito, how did you not tell us this story before? So, yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, I get like, you know, again, we get all the criticism. And that, and then, we get Dina, all that stuff. How happy were you to please your mom? I mean, like, of course. I was yeah. like, I mean, I do not want to wear Talbots. And I mean, I do not want to do it. And I don't. And she, again, she thinks I am like, I mean, the look of disdain my mom gives me most like, and if we go out, like just my shoes, like she just, she really thinks I should be spending money on nice purses and like, like, you know, like, you know, like we should be able to do it. And I just really don't care. Like I like, you know, I don't care about that stuff. And so it, it just, it is very disappointing to her. I mean, you know, it is. She wants to present her daughter the lawyer. Like, yeah, St. John's. Like, you know. I need to see a photo of you in this polka dot address. Oh, yeah. You have to send okay. it to me. I will. I will. And maybe I'll tweet it out. Yeah. <laughs> this but is Dina. So, but you, you want to know something? It's so, like, not that great that I think that's the low standard. <laughs> it's not even that. I mean, it's just the fact. I mean, 
Oh my god. Yeah, it's just such a low standard. It's like this. Yeah, it's so so it was really funny. I mean, I, I told my sister about it. because I was like, well, I'm wearing it to the fashion show. She loves the dress. You know? Oh my god, I have to see this <laughs> no, dress. It's so not anything. But again, that's the standard. Yeah, your mom loved oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we care like I care about I, I get nervous. I actually I had to go home for my cousin's birthday last month. And oh, you looked great. And I was I was I was wearing this one outfit to work that week before. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think I might wear this to my cousin's birthday. And I was wearing, you know what I was wearing? Those pants that I got in Charleston, those crazy yellow loud pants that have these like paint splatter all over it and whatever. And like, so can I interrupt when we went to Charleston with my friend from law school, Amanda and Dipti, Dipti ended up buying like a hat, pants, like (laughs) you left with a bunch of stuff that i don't know how often you wear necessarily but go ahead the only thing i wear are these pants i don't wear yeah oh from that really cool um, shop that we went into yeah Yeah, i remember that right yeah Mm -hmm. and um so i was like you know and i was wearing them with these like um cool booties that i got in tokyo and just like a black sweater i'm like you know what i'm feeling my outfit i think i'm gonna wear this to my cousin's birthday on sunday and um my friend at work actually i should give a shout out to him peter netto named this podcast thank you peter thank you thank you peter i have never shouted out to you he i was brainstorming and he's the one who I was coming up with all these things, and he's the one who specifically came up with this. I want to say he got it off of riffs that I was doing, but I, I have to give credit to him. Well, Anyways, I mean, please, Peter, if you're listening, can you please rate five stars and review? <laughs> As should the rest of you, please. Thank you. And also, I don't think that Peter listens to this. <laughs> but anyways, so I'm saying, I'm like, oh, I should wear this to my cousin's birthday party. And then I stop myself and go, no. My mom will get mad. Mm-hmm. And Peter is a white boy from Utah. Mm-hmm. And he says, and he's in his like mid 40s. And he says, uh, What did you just say? And I was like, Oh, my mom, she might, she's going to get mad at me. If Wait, I wear is that this. not like, normal? I, just, I guess not. And he was like, What are you talking about? And I said, I don't think that my mom would approve of this outfit. I think that she'll get upset. And he was like, what? Like, he thought I was, like, on another planet. Like, he had, like, just had a stroke or something. And I'm like, no. He's like, why do you care? Like, what does your mom care? Wait, what? He's like, is this a guy? I'm like, it's very important that my mom isn't upset at what I'm wearing when I go somewhere. Because when she gets upset, she literally will go up to people and say, look at what Dipti's wearing. Oh, but your mom, see, is more open. She's more of the... Oh, if my mom doesn't like what I'm wearing, she will tell people, ugh, look at what she's wearing. And if she likes what I'm wearing, she will say, look at what Dipti's wearing. She has equal opportunity, like, uh But she wants to make sure or... she doesn't, people know that she's not approving of what you're wearing. Yes. Yeah, like, by the way, like, she is disappointed in what her daughter is wearing. But on the flip side, again, equal opportunity. My parents love to praise me but they will definitely let me know if they are disappointed you know and so anyways yeah so he thought i was like on another planet and you know what i ended up not wearing that and i wore like oh i went to your house that night just that black dress that i was wearing um but it was like a simple black dress but it was pretty and i was like my mom will approve of this and well she did approve a real quick but like 
when my husband and I got married, um, it, it, it was crazy. His his parents were hosting the what's that called the rehearsal dinner, and we called them and we're like, okay, this is where we think we want to do it. And I'm sitting there waiting, and they're just like, great, wherever you guys want. And I couldn't understand it. Like I could not understand parents telling us whatever we oh. want that the decision is ours like when it was their money you know so I'm like I, I don't understand this we get off the phone and I look at Derek and I'm like what is your mom trying to pull like she wants me to make the wrong decision so then she could be upset <laughs> and he was just like your parents have got you so screwed up like in the sense of like you know approval like again the first generation stuff he could not understand that like wow this was so interwoven in my life that i thought like if they weren't telling us exactly what they wanted and demanding what they wanted as to like how our wedding was going to be that they were trying to do something so i could like fall into a trap and a wrong decision so it was right it, it, and so again yeah listening Derek to people must have been like what is we've wrong gone with so, you <laughs> but let's get Oh my God! Wait, what? Oh, we're talking about a show. Yeah, we and and we've been talking mostly not about this show. <laughs> well, we know, okay, we you know, know our what? listeners well, know us personally. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> so but yeah, but sorry. So re- real quickly, something else about this show that I do want to say is that they show Sean Vishal and Amri get together and have lunch, and I did think it was. I think I think one of the problems about this show is the boys are just not that interesting. Like again, Vishal is an inker on it and he's just not interesting. I mean, Sean is like not not a factor to anyone. NAFTA. Yeah. And NAFTA. Yes. And it's like the shows that have um, both like female and male, Shaw's a Sunset, Southern Charm, Southern Charm's New Orleans. The men are just as interesting. Vanderpump as, Rules. Oh, yeah. The men are just as interesting as the women. And in this one, they're like, not that the women are that interesting, but the men are not really doing anything. They think they're bringing stuff and they're not because they're kind of getting into like girl drama about like, are you my friend or not? You know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just not interesting drama. And so it's like, I just thought it was fascinating that like the other shows that have that just have a better like male kind of. It's a cast, great point. You know, and, and, and I just, I don't know. I thought, I thought that was interesting. But I do also, I really do want to move on. To Monica and um and her dad. her dad. So we find out that her dad has not has not been to Fire Tower event, even though it's one of Monica's favorite events of the year. She loves to dance. She loves being Indian. She she loves her culture. She really loves and celebrates it. And then to find out her dad has not been to this big event, even though she chose to live with him after the divorce for 13 or 14 years because he just didn't feel accepted in the community because they had a divorce. I mean, I thought like her dad seems a lot lighter than that in the sense of he portrays a very like light spirit on the show. Uh, he seems so like sweet with Monica and great. And it was just like, there's more obviously that's happening there, like more of a tortured soul. Yeah. I, I, I thought like, first of all, I love Monica's dad. Um, and I'm just going to say it. Like, I definitely think he's gay. Oh, yeah. I feel and like I think that's when part he of keeps, it. when he keeps saying, well, you know, when you get divorced, you don't know if people accept, oh, because of the divorce. I thought that the divorce was the code word for gay. Because people get divorced, you know, Indian people get divorced. It's not, and I've kept, like, he kept being like, well, I didn't know if I could go back into the community after getting divorced. And it's like, no, it means after 
you know, Greeks don't, you know, my parents' generation, Greeks don't get divorced. And there was one family that did get divorced and they were ostracized. I recall it very vividly. And, um, and she should have gotten a divorce or a lot of reasons that I witnessed myself. So um, I think that it's interesting, you know, so so I thought, yes, I, I think we've all thought that Monica's dad is gay. And, um, and but I do think part of his divorce and part is that but when the one part is when he said to her, Monica does say in this episode that she wants to pursue dance. We were shitting on yes, her the last episode because right. we were like, you want to pursue dance, don't do the right thing. What you think is the right thing is she says that she really thinks that she wants to pursue um, having a dance studio. And I was like, go for it, Monica. I was really impressed with her this episode. And her dad says to her, you know what? I think you really should make that jump. I don't want life to pass you by like it did for me. Oh, that was heavy. It was just heartbreaking. Yeah, that was heavy. Yeah. You know what I want to know also, though, is there's a reason why the mom isn't on the show. We don't actually know that she's solely lived with her dad for 13, she did 14 say that. years, do we? Yeah, she oh, said she that she oh, lives with her dad. And then she actually said that, I mean, on this part, she's saying divorce was really hard. My parents didn't co-parent. Oh, so right. she lived yeah. with her dad full time exclusively and didn't even like go see her mom. So this brings me to another overall point about the show. It's so Indian in this way that it's, of course, it's like this. There's so many other stories happening and they've all agreed to be on a show. So give me those stories. Like there's something happening with their mom. And it's none of our business, but you came on a show. No, you but know what 50, I mean? I think that's one of the most fascinating things about reality TV. I mean, I'm watching Real Houses of Atlanta and they are talking about the fact that Kenya Moore, who is like, out there talking about everything. They're talking like Cynthia and Candy are saying, well, you know, Kenya is really private. And so I think that they do. I mean, we find out a lot that they choose not to discuss certain things that are going. I mean, think about, I mean, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is so annoying because they will not talk about any single lawsuit that's happening or anything real that's ever really happening. And so I think that I think that does happen quite often. I think, though, when now that we've seen so many reality shows that when you're watching them, you just wish that there was some like you're right. Like you feel like now we've seen these all. We haven't lived with your characters for years to find out that you're not telling us everything. So it's a little like more annoying in that way. But I think, you know, on other shows, we find out all the time, like we don't really know about this or they keep that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's But you know what? Like. For example, on Vanderpump Rules, they're definitely this season. Dina doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules, but um, this season is a snooze. And they're also not talking about oh blatant mm. things with Katie and Schwartz and like Stassi and Bo. And just there's just so many things that are not being discussed. And it's so obvious that, you know, something's going on where they decided not to talk about it or this or that or whatever. Anyways... But I've lived with them for so many seasons that, but at the beginning of the show, they did give us everything. So I'm sticking on with them because I know them, which I don't know if that's what you're saying, if you're saying something a little different. No. But with these people, it's again, we don't know you, so you, you, can't, you, don't ha- you can't glaze. Your first season has to be kind of like, whoa, you know, like you have to draw us in and... Again, I wouldn't go on a show. I would never do this. 
freaking nightmare to me, you know? But, like, uh, why should I keep watching you if you're not telling us about your dad being gay in an Indian community that's so interesting and, like, all the stuff with Vishal? Yeah, but if her, but if her dad doesn't say that he's gay, then obviously they're not going to talk about it. Yeah, we. I don't know that he's not out of the closet. Like, I mean, I think they would have brought it up if it was. I don't think. I think that. I don't think that that's the case. And, and honestly, with a mom, we don't know what's going on. I mean, we have no idea like why she's not involved. I mean, the fact that she did not participate in her daughter's life after they got married. I mean, after they got a divorce. I don't know. It's the same thing as Bali. Like, I mean, Bali's husband, she left, and they actually show a scene with Bali and the mom, right? And Bali and the mom and the dad, and the dad, Bali's dad says, you know, we wanted Bali, I mean, uh, like, Bali's parents didn't hide her divorce. They were very open about it, and they said it. And then they said, the dad says, the most important thing it was to bring my daughter and my granddaughter home. So what the hell was happening in India that that was the most important thing? I mean, it sounds like they were trying to just get her out of there, but we don't know that, yeah. right? I mean, because that involves a third party that is not on the show. So I don't know. I mean. And she also kept has said many times on the show that the last place she ever thought she'd end up would be Miami again. Yeah. So like this was obviously a big deal. But the whole thing is, I do think most of the people on the show have more than they're giving us. And you can, you're, you're more forgiving of them right now than I am. I need more. No, I get it. I get it. I thought, I think, I think for me, this episode was more interesting because we found out again, like, I don't know, for me, it was no matter what about all these crazy, like, cultural things that we have, I thought, you know, like, again, like, showing perfection, all of these things that you and I completely understand. I thought this episode showed a lot about just like pure love. I don't know how to explain it. Just again, Bali's parents saying, I, you know, like I just, we just needed her home. Um, Monica's dad saying, pursue dance. Like don't live the life of letting it pass you by. My gosh, the next, the next scene was Amri brings home his boyfriend, Nicholas, and his parents are like, feeding him food and dressing it him. It was so sweet. I loved and they it. welcomed him open door. And I'm just like, they're a gay couple. And the parents are just so open and inviting. And again, it's not necessarily something that's 100% accepted amongst the community. And it just filled me with such love. And I don't know if it is Corona time. Like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> but this episode, yeah. I just felt like I was like, other than Anisha and Vashal, like, which again, I was like, go Anisha. I just felt it was filled with a lot of like stuff like that, that it was just like a reminder of when it comes down to it, your family is your family. And like, you hope that you just have like a deep love for each other. And I just... And no matter what you want to portray, and I think, again, you know, Vishal's family is much more the old guard of not wanting to show all this stuff. But then they're on a reality show where Lopa is telling him everybody that he's an idiot. So that's odd. But everybody else is a lot more open. And I don't know. I just kind of appreciated it on this episode. What I did not appreciate, though, was the the scene of Brian and his little brother, Nick. And this guy that comes on, where his name is Greg's with an S. Oh, I missed what his name was. It was that what it was? G R E G S. And was he Indian? I don't know. I don't know if he was. 
I think he was Indian. I don't know. I mean, but I was like, I don't know why his name is Greg's. And then they're dr- smoking cigars. I, that that annoyed the shit out of me. I'm like, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, you're not cigar smoking men. Such tools. Like, stop it. Like smoking. Such tools. Cigar- douches. I mean, just total douches. Smoking cigars yeah. and drinking whiskey. Ugh. And the Greg's actually says, hey, bro, you and Monica, man, you have mad flair. I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, Oh, gosh. And you have to understand, again, I know I've talked about this before with Brian and the similarities I see with my son. My son sits on these video chats now and I hear them like, hey, bro, bro. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you're this white suburban kid in like a suburban McMansion. Like, please stop. Like, stop using the. You're just. Dina. You're just such a fool. You're like, like such a fool. You're like. You're like, after the quarantine's over, you're like a year away from Zach getting um, breakdancing lessons, like a certain someone's son. Um, excuse me, Zach has done hip hop, and I fully supported him trying to be, of course, Zach didn't want to like really try hard at something. <laughs> he was like, naturally, he's such a naturally good dancer. He's got my hip movement. He's so naturally good. But like, of course, he's just like, <laughs> oh, you want more effort in that? No, thanks. But you know what he did do? He did just join TikTok, and on his first TikTok, he got 400 views. What? <laughs> yeah, he was very excited. So, but I mean, my oh, son wow. is like, I mean, again, I watch Brian, and I just am like, I think he's adorable and cute, but when he does stuff like that, to me, it's just so like, oh my God, you're so like suburban dork, like, and that's, you know, my son, <laughs> and I love him to death. I love my son. I love everything he does, but it is hard to be son. like. I love your son. He's so adorable. It's just, yeah, it's hard. So that part just, you know, it cracks me up, so. Yeah. I mean, them smoking, so I just, I don't know why, but that, that little tiny thing just really I was like ugh stop yeah yeah again fast forward my son living in his my basement and smoking fucking cigars out on the patio with his friends talking about <laughs> oh, mad flair I would like go out there and honestly like take the cigar burn it in like his like I mean I just would die I just would die that cannot oh, happen so yeah so so that's 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 where I was at this point of the episode yeah, well, okay, well, let's talk about Brian and um, Monica. Monica and Brian. Yeah. Okay, so again, this is where we have to eat crow. I mean, Brian, allegedly, you know, still likes Monica, which I don't know how strongly he really feels. But Monica admits that, you know, she felt like she got called off guard and she felt, and then she talks about how she felt dumb the first time she told Brian that she liked him mm-hmm. and Brian did not respond. And I thought Brian was astute that he said, you know, if I had said yes at that time, we already knew each other. That was going to fast forward our relationship. And I completely agreed with that. And uh-huh. I did. I com- yeah, exactly. I completely agree with him. But man, I was proud of Monica. She friendzoned totally. Brian in that moment. And I will tell you, it's going to take Brian four seconds to get over it. But <laughs> <laughs> I- his ego is bruised. That's the most that damage that is happening. I mean, from this. yeah, I think he realized. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really good looking for this show. You know, I'm really awesome. Like, I gotta have something that like pegs me down a notch. So, all right, you know, I'll pretend I really like Monica. She'll say no. I'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's thinking. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's thinking. Do you know how many girls 
I'm going to pull after the show. Oh, my God. He totally is. I want to be like, mm. I mean, it's so funny. It's like, how many people are actually watching Family Karma, dude? <laughs> oh, I think there are enough. On. Maybe a lot of Indians are. No, I think there are enough people. I don't people. know. Are people? Yeah, I think there are, are enough people watching no it. Idea. And I think especially during this time, we've got some, you know, COVID, oh, Corona, some, whatever you'd like to call it. We've got some free time on our hands. We've got some free time. And I think that, you know, I think I think they are. And yeah, I think Brian's going to be doing just fine. But I was really proud of Monica. And I have to admit, Me we were too. totally, I mean, we were wrong. I thought that was going to get played out differently. I was so, so proud of her. And I totally got what she was saying. She's like, basically, she's like, I can't come back from that rejection. And I feel like it's almost like, oh, so... I'm not sloppy seconds or that's the wrong word, but I'm like your default now. I don't know. Like, oh, you're I'm the one you I'm not the one you choose. I'm the one who's left sort of. I don't know. It's something that's not sweet about it. It's like, okay, well, now you're ready. Let's see who's around. You know, it's not there's nothing real about it. You know, he's just like he says he said to Sean and. Nick and whoever that other Greg's or whatever or I don't know who he who's saying it to someone in this episode like yeah I was a playboy which again I'm like you look 12 okay let's pipe down on the playboy thing but well I think he I'm was sure that he, he got a, he got a he, I'm sure he got a lot of chicks it's just weird to me to like see that because he just looks so young to me but anyways um he just said yeah sure I was a playboy before and like and now I want an Indian I just want an Indian girl and that's where I'm like thinking like and so you're just gonna fill in the blank with Monica because she's a good Indian girl and it's like you know what she actually is more than that and so screw you Brian like I I just she wants a dance studio she's more than just being a good Indian girl (laughs) Yeah, she is a bad girl who wants a dance studio. I mean, my God. No, I I, I did. I did. I mean, yeah, I I, I agree. But it's just, I just think it's very, um, there's, that's not romantic. It's not sweet. And she's just like, I want more for myself than, than, than this. And I'm so proud of her because she could just keep chasing him because she obviously like has feelings for him but she put her own integrity up front and i feel bad about being like monica like you know i really like her dad i like her relationship with her dad and i'm very proud of her i definitely think she's still super indian but that's who she is and go monica so i i came away from this i again i think i i just like other than brian i mean i like the girls a lot more i mean Bali's annoying, but I think she gives, you know, she stood her ground and gives good advice. And Anisha, I'm liking more and more. And uh, I think what we're kind of finding her real, true thing, she wasn't talking about like needing to get married this time. And Monica saying she wants a dance studio. I just, I, 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 I like the girls a lot more than the boys on the show. So, yeah. There's nothing about the boys. I will say one thing about, oh, and my friend Priya was texting me and I was like, I totally agree. I was so depressed by Amrit's bed. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, God, what? This is so depressing. And it's like, and, and even like, like the comforter, I'm like, you're going to be cold. <laughs> well, I guess it's Miami, maybe not. But like, it was just so, I was like, so please tell me that Priya approved of our last comments about um, uh, Vishal's bed then. 
Oh, Because yes. that was way more depressing than anything to me. Yes. Because Vishal has been living there. I mean, Amrit, they kept his old kid bedroom and he moved back in. Vishal has been living there in a 1980s headboard since he was <laughs> yes. like 12. I'm sorry. Like, that's just not acceptable. Okay. These, this, the bed situation on this show is really depressing and they need to upgrade. If they get a second season, which God, I would be shocked. If they do, just upgrade. Yeah. Maybe you'll get some more you money. Know, what are the odds on them getting a second season? I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's, I mean, when I look on Facebook, I feel like there's a lot of love for family karma. I, I think there's a lot of love, you know, but then you think about a show like Gallery Girls, which brought way more drama than this, and that didn't even get a second season. So how long? But that was a long time could this ago. Get a second season when Bravo wasn't Fair like point. all that was like, shows all the time. That was 2012, 2013, so something like that. I don't know. We'll see. It'd be very interesting. Well, we, w- we like, won't have a podcasting job if it's not on. <laughs> no, please. So we're going to move on to other shows. We'll still cover Family Karma. We're here till the for end. All of we you, don't care. For all of you that are dying to listen to our take on <laughs> Family Karma. <laughs> There's so many. Please. Well, don't worry. We won't. We won't cut you off. We'll continue to do Family Karma. <laughs> For you guys, for the fans, for the fans. When we start touring, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we ya. can't tour right now. We're sorry we can't tour right now because we can't gather. We can't gather. We can't tour. My apologies. <laughs> sorry, guys. Oh my but God. We'll keep you posted on dates. That is so up. funny. Oh, my God. Um. So that takes us to the end. Oh, no, one last point. When they were in, they were having their dinner where um, Anisha's like, what's up? You haven't talked to me in three weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh-huh. One, this is so stupid, but they all said, I'll have the chicken. I'll have the chicken. And they were at an Indian place. And it really bothered me because I wanted to be like, what kind of chicken is it? Like, you don't just order. You don't just say chicken. It's so stupid. I have nothing more to say about it. But it, I was just like, Ugh. What kind of chicken is it? <laughs> That's all. On that, note, so on that note, thanks for listening what, to our show. What kind of chicken um, is it? See you later. <laughs> See ya. I do want to give um, a couple shout outs to some good friends. And during these coronavirus times when we're all, um, a lot of us are struggling and um, some, a lot of small business owners are struggling. And my really good friend, Marie McCarthy, she owns a jewelry shop and a tattoo shop in San Francisco. Tattoo shop's called Rose Gold, and the jewelry shop is called Fiat Lux, F-I-A-T, and then L-U-X. And they have really, really cool, awesome jewelry, and they had to shut down during, you know, this lockdown. And, but they're still selling all their jewelry online, so if you want really cool hip jewelry, Marie's awesome, and she's really got great taste. And go to check, just check out their website, Fiat Lux. They, they have a lot of... Um, great jewelry. There's also a section that's under two hundred dollars because it's custom made, you know, like handmade jewelry. Every single piece is handmade. Yes. So even though they have like a piece that people, you know, a lot of people may order, they're each one handmade. And Dipti, which one did you purchase? So everybody knows what it was called—the Gr- Grim something. Yeah, the Grims or something. Know. Basically, it's this heart that like has a. 
face on it that's crying, which is kind of uh, um, right for the time. Yeah, and for any of you audience members that are a little bit more basic than Dipti's uh, (laughs) cow hide head to toe geek garb that she wears, I order the Harvest Moon necklace. And if you go on the website, you'll understand that it's just like the most like piece that I would be able to wear. I love that moon. And there's other pieces that I want to get. But if you have the means, you might not. And that's fine. But if you like, have the if means, you feel please like... don't listen to this episode, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it means you're not working while you're at home. No, I'm no. kidding. Um, and then also, my really good friend, Laura Schaeferman, owns a um, uh, cookie company called Legally Addictive. But they're like cracker cookies. And they're super delicious. And just go to the website, Legally Addictive. I've been eating these for a few years. I die over all the flavors. She just came out with churros. That's a new flavor. Oh, my God. That sounds delicious. Does she... So she ships nationally? Yes. Yeah. It's so, so yummy. Okay, I will order. Um, Dina, I, yeah. It's... Um, so you can get this... I got the quad squad it has the og which is the original one it has the everything one which is like the everything bagel like seasoning over this and then there's um surprise party which has these sprinkles and then there's uh this new churros i think she's coming out with s'mores i think that just launched but anyways they're really super delicious and i'm I'm not like I, I literally it's it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, so if you're if you want some more treats at home, check out the Legally Addictive website and they're super yummy. And I just hope that you guys are all doing OK. As Dina said, we all have our ups and downs and roll with whatever you're having. And I hope you have some people that you can talk to. If not, just tweet at us like nonstop or but only nice things. <laughs> Only nice things. Thank you. Also, rate us on um, iTunes, right? Yeah. Give us five stars. Five stars. And leave a open. comment. Leave, leave, leave a nice comment, maybe, since we're being nice. Um, anyways, Dina, do you have anything else? I think we've said enough. I think we have. This is such a long episode. Sorry, guys. Anyways. All right. Have a good week, everyone. We'll be back next week, maybe sooner if we cover Real Housewives of New York. We'll see. All right. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.